Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Salsa. Pop Salsa. I am your host, <laughs> like always, Joel, accompanied by my good friend Ernesto. Hey, everyone. Um, it's, it's, it's me. <laughs> Just throwing a wrench in the, the whole gears and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, we're a, week, a bi-weekly entertainment podcast. You know, another one in the sea of entertainment podcasts. <laughs> Nobody really asked for it, but hey, we like talking and maybe somebody will like what we say. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Has, have you seen anything since we last recorded? No, I've been trying to finish Star Wars Visions. Really? Yeah. S- still, they're it's... like 15-minute episodes. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I, don't, I get into it, and then I'm like, okay, that's enough. And that's like, I've only watched two minutes or so. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my attention span, man. It's... But are you watching uh, Moon Knight? Yes. Do you put Moon Knight away? No. Okay, so maybe well... it's not your attention span. <laughs> it's episodic. So I just... Uh, so the every Wednesday, yeah, but yeah, these are Wednesday. anthologies. Yeah, so it's like maybe it's the whole all at once that's making my attention span because Moon Knight's just an hour, and that's one good thing about it is Moon that Knight, it's, it's consistent. consistent. Cool. It's a good 45, 42 minutes. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm saying with Visions, if you compact everything, it's like basically one episode of Moon Knight. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like I, there, the last one I watched was with the sisters. They're brothers and sisters. The brother and sister, yeah. Right, they're fighting in space. The sisters? is Because there was one where they were like a brother and sister who were like Sith in yeah, training. And then one. the brother decides to like, nah. Right, he becomes Luke, basically, yeah, essentially, I think yeah. it looks like. And then they're fighting in space. Yeah. And I'm like... And that kind of, I was like, what's going it was on? Awesome, right? it, was, it was awesome, but like, I, I can't help but laugh at a giant lightsaber yeah. the size of a Star Destroyer, <laughs> cutting yeah, it in was, half. I was like, that was weird. Yeah. Well, it's animated, so that's fair. What's gonna, one, yeah, it's, as, it's not as, not meh, but as the music one. That mm-hmm. was okay, I thought. Really? You like the music one? I like the music the one. The music one was like the last one like the least one i like really because it doesn't make sense of anything that a jedi would do oh, after order 66 everyone's dead so he becomes a rock star what's Going not to hiding Use well that's why he becomes a rock star. <laughs> who would have thought a jedi would be a you go know, find the equivalent equivalent of luke skywalker and some other planet and train him <laughs> but what's the 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 neville longbottom of uh, the, <laughs> of the Star Wars universe. He helped everyone, okay? At the end, it was him. It was Pinnacle. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying <laughs> the movie's called Harry Potter for a reason. That's fair. <laughs> not Neville Longbottom. It doesn't not, roll yeah, off the tongue, right? It doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's not the, the boy with the... was it? The scar? The, the boy who lived? The boy who lived, right. Yeah, they. Were, I know there's two of them, but they really only refer to the boy who lived as Harry Potter. Yeah. Um... How's Moon Knight, by the way? Moon Knight's really How good. many episodes is it? Six. So it's almost done. Yeah, it's almost done. We just watched the fourth one, the fourth episode. That's cool. How's, yeah. it, how's that? It's it's surprisingly good really? compared to a Marvel film. Yeah, it's so out of what it, its usual Marvel formula because it starts at the beginning. Yeah. It doesn't have a little... It's origin, sort of, but it's it does it in a way where it spreads it. It doesn't like sit you down like, okay, this is Moon Knight. His name is Steve's... So it's not linear. Right. Okay. Right. Even the character is not linear. Because <laughs> the character, if in case anyone doesn't know, he, he has a DID, I think, which is a identity disorder. Disassociative, disassociative identity disorder. Yeah. So he has multiple personalities. Yeah. Is that something in that comes from the comics? Because mm-hmm. I kind of remember he, there was like, they were saying that he was schizo. I th- schizophrenic. schizophrenic no I think it's because he can function yeah. yeah well some schizos can well function. like it takes I don't know does schizo like does the personality take over 
Like I your mean, body? I, I would assume it's some I, like extreme situation. It's some extent, yeah, but this one, I don't know if it's schizo, but it, it, like, it takes over the body like it's another person. Mm, okay. So there's like three personalities or something like that. And there's like Steve Grant and there's Mark Spector who's the, the mercenary. But you learn that through the course of the show. You don't like skits. You sit down and stuff like that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And there's one thing that the director was giving Black Adam, you know, stuff about diversity, right? About uh, it being in, about in Egypt. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. About <laughs> being in Egypt. And I was like, okay, like what makes your film better? And yeah. for the most part, it does bring that diversity in the sense of like, here's the dirt of Egypt. It's not like fanciful, like an Indiana Jones or anything like that. Like this is Egypt. The real Egypt. Yeah, and it just shows you like there's it's clustered so many people. There's music, there's uh, vendors, but there's also the dirt and the grime in it all. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, I was um, I saw online that they had a grant mm. for like film students about mm. making a video on your life in LA. No. And then I would have just assumed that everybody's going to do like the typical life in LA, you know, what they show in travel channels. Right. Hollywood. The beach, Hollywood. Yeah. No, Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah. Beverly Hills. All the good shit. And I'm just sitting there fucking in traffic. <laughs> and being like, I'm going I'm to slap a fucking GoPro to my hood and just be like, this is my LA. <laughs> but see, that, that's exactly what Moon Knight does. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's so dirty. I mean, people die in that one and people like get like stabbed and they show the whole motion. They don't really? like cut off of it. Yeah, the first scene is, uh, I'm just going to spoil it for you. Yeah. Uh, he's being chased in the museum by like some sort of demon dog. Right, and then, uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> right? and he goes to the bathroom, and then uh, Mark Spector, which is the, the mercenary, you know, the one who kills. Mm-hmm. And so he, yeah, and he's like, uh, let me take over your body. And he's like, okay, I'll take over. And they showed the, sh- the shot of, like, you know, that we see in the trailers of, of the rap and stuff like that. And then they cut to the outside, and then the door busts open, and then they cut to the outside. And then you hear the, the dog roar, and it's still outside. It's slowly panning. You hear it scream. And you see, you see it trying to Greg get out, oh, shit. and then and it gets someone pulls it back in, <laughs> oh, and then it starts, and it's still from the outside, and it slowly goes, and it shows Moon Knight just like punching the heck out of him. Oh my god! And then like, and then I think you hear like a snap, and then he gets up, and he looks in the camera, he walks into the camera, and it cuts from there. That's dope. It's it's fair. It feels experimental to the point where like, okay, you hopefully this same uniqueness in this show is carried on to other of the Marvel shows. In terms of playing with it. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a, it's a character that lends itself to be played mm-hmm. with. Because, like, you have a character that has multiple personalities and each one could essentially take control of the body. Mm-hmm. So to be able to convey that without actually somebody, like, stopping screen and <laughs> coming out onto frame and talking about what's actually happening. The Captain America. Yeah. So, you want to know about Moon Knight? Yeah, it's the, the, the chick from Eternals, the Asian chick. <laughs> she comes out. It's like, all right, let me tell you about the Eternals. Um, right, right. Yeah, so my question would be is, where do you think the Moon Knight is going to sit into, like, the whole grand the aspect whole grand of the aspect. MCU? We don't know. You don't. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. They don't rely on like, okay, they talk about the blip. And like, mm-hmm. now we date it and we know where it sits in the whole grand scheme. So of they talk about it or no? no? They don't talk about any of that. They talk about briefly well, so Maripore. And that appeared in... Crane. Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon and the, uh, okay, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Right? 
Oh yeah. no, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier. Right, he's Captain America, right? Yeah, they talk about that briefly in there, and, and that's for the most part the only reference from another TV show that we get. So we, it's kind of dated since it talked about something that happened post blip. We know that, but they don't talk about the blip. No, but they talk oh, about Mariport, right? Which yeah. happened, We're, right? We we can, but yeah. like, we don't even know when. It's been like a five year gap. Is it? during that yeah, moment that's, that's true but yeah. we at least have some sort right. of a time frame right yeah that's cool uh, the, yeah. what i'm asking is because like we've been introduced to powers way greater than we originally had mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. so where does how is moon Knight gonna help in that <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like uh like assisting during a big event you mean? yeah exactly because mm-hmm. like when with the the introduction of loki mm-hmm. how they introduced the multiverse in kang and uh, the Eternals. Mm-hmm. How is oh, Captain oh, America going to do that? Right, you know? right. Of these, uh, <laughs> of these cosmic saying. entities, yeah. the cosmic events, we don't know. We don't know. It, they've, it feels like they've been leaving that out on purpose on where Moon Knight fits within the grandiose. For the most part, uh, I'll spoil it for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, there is a pantheon of, obviously, there's a pantheon of Egyptian gods like the Asgardians and what we saw in the trailer mm-hmm. of the Greek pantheon. But it looks like what the Egyptian pantheon is, is more of a, like, in-between. So, like, the Asgardians are advanced humans, essentially, right? Yeah. The, the science is magic to yeah, us. Science, yeah. But for the Egyptian gods, it seems like they're, they exist in a plane that's in the middle called the overworld. Mm. So it's something that they, they don't want to interact with humanity because of, like, they can literally change everything up and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, but that just kind of hints that where this is going to fit in the grandiose, it might just be its separate Thing. Yeah, rather than you know the cosmic <laughs> galactic war and stuff like that. Yeah, but everything that's happening in the world that could potentially be a world ender doesn't ma- matter because you know Moon Knight is part of the defenders now. <laughs> right, right. Moon Knight. If for them, I hope what they do do is when in Eternals uh, with uh, the Ebony Blade and Black Knight, yeah, and Blade coming up and uh, Moon Knight now and maybe. Uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Right, I'm hoping they do Marvel Knights. Yeah. Where they do that as a TV show. Or like they have the movie and then, okay, we're going to move you to the TV show and it's episodic. And they introduce like the the weirdness of Marvel down there. Okay, but then how are they going to... No, like, I, if Galactus comes, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> like that's that, that was always my thing with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like my stick with Marvel was like, they are people just like you and me. You know, like obviously not you and me. Yeah. You know, but they're generally they, they the characters are built as people. They have do have some some um, characters with superhuman abilities, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's really just like you know Tony Stark is really smart. He created a suit. You know, it's yeah. uh, Steve Rogers. Aside from the steroids, <laughs> he's a good person at heart. You know. Yeah. Okay, so but when it's fucking Galactus shows up, literally a, an eater of yeah, worlds. That's right. What's gonna? What are you possibly could offer to save the planet? <laughs> so if it's and uh, just my two cents. If it's anything like the comics, yeah. it's gonna they they won't yeah. they won't be able to do anything. It's gonna be like one of those events where you have the A team and the A team is gonna be <laughs> handling it. But A-team. but it like uh, I'm better fool, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yeah. running up to Galactus <laughs> with the with the van. Like I love it when a plan comes together and stuff like that. But uh, there's gonna Galactus is gonna have there's gonna be other consequences like there's Galactus I don't know might have another force attacking this base so that's when they step up 
or when New York gets attacked. That's when the defenders to keep. So they're gonna leave like different the, battles, like the real out. shit to the gods and like right. the people who actually know how. Right. <laughs> and then everything else, as the world descends into madness, they try to keep. They try to keep. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know. Uh, it's like why? Why won't you just contribute to it? But you know, like you said, Moon Knight against uh, Galactus. Yeah. What's going on? Other than <laughs> if uh, Moon Knight, you know, gets the powers of Conchu, which is his patron god, and does some. Marvel fake science stuff, yeah. but that feels like too much information to dense in a movie or a TV show. <laughs> it's too much of a reach, right? Yeah, even Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, Spider Man versus Galactus. Like, what is he gonna do other than you know, kind of make him feel sad for beating up this <laughs> teenager from Queens? Oh, not Queens. Yeah, I think he's yeah, from Queens. Yeah, Queens. Right? Yeah, yeah Queens. Yeah, it was uh, Miles is from uh, wait, Miles what? is from Brooklyn. Brook. Well, so was Cap. Yeah, so was uh, Brooklyn. Queens, right? Oh no, you're right. Dang it! Yeah, I don't know my boroughs. <laughs> well, I, I just I like Captain America because he's a Dodger fan, and I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> um, is that canon? I mean, it, he it was at the game. That's fair. Oh, what is Star Lord? Was it Star like a Patriots fan? I don't remember. <laughs> or something like that. They always conflict with yeah, each other. Some, yeah, something. With, oh no, no, no. Oh, I'm what, saying, what I'm saying thinking? like the character, not oh. the actual person. Oh, <laughs> the character. Oh, okay. The, not. Chris Evans. I'm talking. Oh. I'm talking about real life oh, shit, man. Oh, okay. No, you remember at the end of uh, Captain America: The First Avenger mm-hmm. when he's defrost and he wakes up in like this this home, right? And then he hears the game, and then he says, "Dodgers, some shit." I was at that game. And yeah, I was he, there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> so making making putting two and two together, you know, the Dodgers came from Brooklyn. Yeah, he's from Brooklyn. Right, which only makes sense. Nah, he that's was fair. a Brooklyn. He yeah. was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. Okay. See, so, I, this, this kind of stuff I <laughs> miss in the... Just makes sense. Go right? Uh, I've been watching this documentary on HBO Max. Mm. It's called The Invisible Pilot. The Invisible Pilot. It is a story so fucked up. It, it sounds like it's made up, but it's, it's, it's not. The title sounds made up. Yeah, it's, it's about... um, Gary Burskitz or something like that. I don't exactly how to remember say his name. But mm. he was essentially turned out to be a uh, CIA pilot for uh, the drugs... In the 80s. <laughs> right, so like Archer. Yeah. Kind of like that episode yeah, where he's yeah. uh, gun running. Yeah. And, stuff. and the dude is like, is so nonchalant about it all. And like, there was a scene where where he was, um, he faked his death mm-hmm. in the, I don't want to say late 70s, mid to late 70s, mm-hmm. to escape the law because he was, uh, he was, he got caught um, being a drug runner for like low, low level shit, weed. You know, in the 70s, weed was still thought as to be uh, this like crazy gateway drug yeah yeah so he was like what am i gonna do right and then he's like well like any good american i decided to run <laughs> 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 so and then um there's another scene where he's in hawaii and his wife goes to meet meet him and he has like uh essentially like a nudist, nudist colony uh-huh. going around growing weed and shit like that in hawaii in the 80s like right. why not you know <laughs> it's, it's living the life and then the cops raid his compound uh-huh they arrested everybody, the wife, him. Uh, so I assume something happened to the children. But the one of the cops, he describes a scene where one of the cops has three drops of acid in his hand. Right. And then he asks the, the guy, he's like, what are these? And then the guy just makes the motion of picking one, each and every single drop of acid and putting it on his mouth individually. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? And he, this dude just... This guy's took, a G. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, this dude took three hits of acid from the 80s 
Right. While, as he was getting arrested. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> like, first of all, there's no regulation on how much as it's, mm. it's probably full big dose. Second of all, what did the cop do? He was, The cop was just in just shock. Like, oh my God. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Like, exactly. <laughs> Let me see. It's Gary, uh, Gary Betzner. Pilot Gary Betzner unexpectedly commits suicide. Like that whole first, it's only three episodes. Oh, wow. How many? An hour each? It's an hour each, yeah, okay. roughly an hour. So, it's like each. a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a good three hour documentary, but it's so fucking wild and crazy. You're just like, I can't believe this shit is happening. <laughs> like, I can't believe this actually happened. So, it gets to the point where he, he finally gets arrested, right? Right. And he's, he's, he's talking to himself, thinking, like, well, I'm, I'm looking at jail time for like a long time. But then he started thinking about like all the runs he made. Flying into like these CD ass fucking airports mm -hmm. with like a bunch of people unloading the shit he brought. Nobody looks at him. No one looks at, yeah. no one looks at each other. No one and talks he's to like, each other. Wait, I know something. So he uses that to to like, <laughs> <laughs> to like get the get the the word out there, right? That he did this shit for him. And this was during the Iran Contra era in in Reagan the Reagan eighties. Mm -hmm. So the last episode is really mainly focuses on that, on mm -hmm. like the fall the fallout of uh, the Iran Contra deals and. All that shit. And then them going, the, the, the press going to uh, Gary Betzner while he was in prison as he was seeing like a bird. And they actually, he tells a, a, a scenario, an event. Scenario would mean that it, it didn't happen, but an mm -hmm. event mm -hmm. where they tried to kill him. Oh my That's gosh. The CIA, CIA. tried to, try to take him out. Yeah. They, Jeez. He was being transported from one jail to another. And then what he, the way he laid it out was that they, they put him in this room. And all the cops just exited the room. And right. he's just like, well, this is my chance to make the run. Make a run for it. And then he looks out the window and all the cops are literally just standing there pointing their guns at him. Just waiting for him to oh open the door my so they light him gosh, up. So they can give him the excuse that, that he tried to escape. He tried to escape. Right, but he's so like, you know what, fuck, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> so he just stayed there and then they took him on. But like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, if he didn't look out the window, he yeah, just, just acted. Fun. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's a fun, it's a really fun documentary because it's It's a crazy. nice rabbit hole to go down. It's fucking crazy. And like the narco shit is something that's always been fascinated. That's always fascinated me to some extent just because like if I had an opportunity to, to choose five different lives to mm -hmm. live, mm -hmm. I would love to live the life of a narco. Really? It just seems so fun, mm -hmm. doesn't it? I mean, other than death, and I mean, you die either way. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody gonna cure that. Come on. <laughs> okay, so you said five lives. Yeah. What's the other four? Um, just mainly rich people. No. <laughs> okay. Just like, it's just like narco seems more interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like rich a, people, number one. A, a narco, a drug, a drug lord, yeah. drug kingpin. A, Anything that has to do with like bad shit that we think of now, uh -huh. I would probably. Live. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I had an opportunity to be a dictator, I'd be a dictator. Cause yeah, I feel like I would do that too. Anybody would. Yeah, I mean, you have a whole army. Why not? Yeah, a whole country at your disposal. Right. I I feel like I would be a conqueror. Really? Yeah, I don't. Like the, the gang is conning you. Yeah. No. Exactly. No. That's exactly. That's this exactly what came up to my like. I wonder if this place is unified. And like just <laughs> just sitting over my balcony. It'd be cool if this was all mine. You gotta like, unify the island states of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, it's a big war, but to everyone else, it's just... yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 obviously we all fantasize about like having different life livelihoods you know people say oh no i'm happy with who i am and to some extent i i, I believe them mm -hmm. but if anybody offered that person an opportunity for something different yeah you know, something more exciting 
I'm I'm willing to bet that they are going to take that chance. Yeah, I mean, considering when a food comes on, like a new food, like a McRib, and how everyone freaks out. It's yeah. Like, that's, that's one new thing in the kind of a mundane-ish life. Or yeah. not mundane, um... You know, basic. Yeah, the basic everyday drag of their existence. Right. Yeah, like, I f- there's a new Coke, like Starlight Coke, and I freaked out. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. It's new. And I feel sad, like, oh, I, I got hyped up for a soda. For a soda. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, especially now that we're living post-pandemic, you know, kind of the, the at the beginning of the pandemic, it kind of showed essentially a, a lot of people that they didn't really weren't necessarily happy doing what they were doing. Yeah. So if we all had an opportunity to, you know, if they offered us, if the government did offer us, you know, $2,000 monthly, just so that we have our basic necessities met, mm-hmm. so that we have an opportunity to pursue different um, avenues of, of enjoyment. Yeah. How many of us would not take that opportunity? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just looking at it like that. If you had to choose, you know, you not even five, two, three, how many of them would be radically different from the life you're living now? Right. Right, yeah. I mean, I would I would love there to be a job where you just sit down in a chair and, like, your brain is used like a CPU or something <laughs> like that. Like, hooked up to, yeah, yeah. Like, I could just imagine, you know, going to work in a factory and then it's just, like, a bunch of these chairs and a bunch of people and you just hook up your brain power to, like, I don't know, like a machine mech or yeah. something, you know, some sort of high high processing computer or some sort of machinery where they need the brain power, the electro, electric so you want to be in the matrix, essentially. Uh, no, I want to get up and leave. <laughs> get up and leave at right? the end of the day, as yeah, if you work eight hours. Punch in my eight hours, right. You know, I'm exhausted. I just, you know, just drink like a fruit cup or something like that. <laughs> or a cookie. I don't know what they gave when they gave blood. Or you uh, feel drained. Some OJ and some cookie. Right, you know? exactly. You know, sit down, make sure you don't, you know, fall off and fall on your face. And eight hours a day. Well, okay, so like, let's, let's take that idea where you, what if you don't necessarily sit down, but mm-hmm. they place you in this machine that actively moves your body so as if you're exercising oh that's true yeah that would be cool too yeah. so that i don't atrophy exactly right, so right. that we don't become this wally world <laughs> well, yeah that's better see that's 2.0 yeah it's 2.0. yeah but the first iteration is going to be chairs and then it actually like, hooks you up and the next is just your brain in a jar, your brain <laughs> in a jar. <laughs> yeah like another thing that that i don't understand is i've lately i've been hearing about um a lot of uh research doing into pros elongating life mm-hmm. I guess that's all per- right like, like death I don't perspiring well, like, yeah well death. you know our human bodies like because of the, the advancements of medical science throughout the last hundred years mm. our human bodies have been able to live a lot longer than originally uh, created mm-hmm. I guess you could say right, like, right. back in the day people died at like 40 right like, like you were if you made it into your 50s you were like that like an old, yeah, yeah. Like an old man exactly <laughs> right right yeah and then now you, you see people are living into their 90s and sometimes even into their hundreds and there's people who want to push that like let's go further mm-hmm. like why why would you want to do that oh uh, I, I do like that idea you do yeah not an extent where i know i can barely move and function or i'm yeah. like kind of crippled but in the extent where i'm still cognitive just because i would like to see as much as i could like i don't want to be a thousand years old and stuff yeah. like that but i would like to see where uh where technology or humanity goes from. I, I, I like the idea of seeing, you know, we're playing around with Mars. I know how far that's away from our technological capabilities, but it would be cool. Like, oh, yeah, my grandson's going to the moon for vacation and just taking, you know, a, 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 a space elevator that's connected to the moon. Like, just the, I know. Yeah, I, but there, there is um, significant evidence to suggest that if we didn't give up on our space 
program, we probably would have been a lot closer to having like a, a moon, moon uh, base, moon base <laughs> so or something like that. Yeah, well, just at some point, you know, how the space race was kick-started and then it quickly died. There's going to be yeah. a moment in time or at least in our in humans history that there's going to be this instance where something kickstarts our technology be it space be it ai be it you know to that right (laughs) the chinese taking over everybody but there's going to be a moment where we're going to look back and see oh dvds blu-rays are so obsolete and i want to be in that we see that now right right. (laughs) but an extent where it's like a cassette tape Mm -hmm. right Or, or vinyl we think of streaming in the same way we think of beta yeah See, just the idea of seeing Beta that. Max, for those of you who don't know. Don't know. <laughs> right? Or even. Beta Max. Beta Max, right? Yeah. Even with uh, the the bullet train that's being worked on. Like, I've, I know. That's, I, that's $200 million sinkhole that they've made. Right? <laughs> but, it, like, just connect. It's some sort of even just seeing humanity strive to do as, what it wants to some degree without ending us all with yeah, AI. I feel, I, I understand what you're saying. Is yeah. like you want to see the potentials, if humanity could really uh, achieve its potential. Yeah. But there's also the possibility of what if it's just a hundred more years of the just bullshit that's going on bullshit, right? <laughs> that's why I don't want to live like a 500, a thousand years. Yeah. Because as much as it sucks, death is necessary so yeah. that the ideals don't stagnate. I mean, there's so many sci-fi films where they live for a thousand, maybe two thousand years, and nothing's changed because their mindset has stayed relatively the same. Well, wasn't Logan's Run like something that has something to do like that, but some uh, reverse mm-hmm. where you didn't have as soon as you turned thirty, I think it was, mm-hmm. boom, you're dead. Yeah, they kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. And I I don't know what was happening at the time of the movie, but it makes sense yeah. to a degree. Even Altered Carbon. All the most of the affluent, you know, they live in the clouds. They're over millennia year old, but they still squabble like any other humans. Just because yeah. your age doesn't mean that you're more intelligent or more anything. They, most of their ideals boil down to of relationships going in the background, even though they're married. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, that would pr- pr- propose its own set of issues because, like, one of the big issues that I see now about the dysfunctionability mm-hmm. of our government is that a lot of like the, the our representatives have been there for like 50 plus years so like so yeah gen- generally their values no longer match up with the current values of today so how could you suggest to somebody who's like hey do you want this opportunity to be 250 years old mm-hmm. and then they get elected into a uh, into an uh a uh, position of power that has no term limits. Right. That, that's, Are they going to rule for... <laughs> like it becomes a dictatorship. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, there has to... I don't like that at all. Yeah. I, I don't like the fact that, oh, you can live for the whole the whole tenure. Mm-hmm. Right. I do. I want there to be at least limits, maybe 20 years. <laughs> or oh, given in this extent of people living to 500, that's just a drop. Yeah. Right. Some, But some limit to, you know, have a next generation move over and have some... Their views. Because someone who's lived through World War II is not going to see the same one who's lived there during the Cold War. No. Right? No. It's, it's kind of, well, well it's, sort of, a little bit. I'm just, right. Because uh, <laughs> right. well, okay, right. the threat of the red threat was still there. Right, but it's, but it's like shifted the Civil from... Civil War. Oh, Civil War. Well, I mean, in terms <laughs> of like war Germany. One. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. The Civil War, even uh, the Korean conflict or something. Yeah. And then to the Iraq War. Right. Yeah, they're people like, we're still doing this shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and the idea of even now when it comes to people who want war, it's like, 
Oh, except the Mandalorian. Just just to use mm-hmm. just to use pop culture. But you know, a Boba Fett what doesn't want to kill because obviously he's been during moments where, you know, killing is horrible. Yeah. But people who don't know that feeling of people who want war tend to people who've lived through war tend to, you know, shy away from it. Yeah. But there's a generation who doesn't know that and thinks like, Yeah, kill him. Exactly. Right? And there's that conflict of ideals that should be a limit in anything. Yeah. Okay, so what about like downloading your your consciousness into like a robot? Uh, no, I don't like that. You don't like that. No, idea. I don't like that. Just cause pain. I feel like uh, I feel like pain is the closest we can. At least pain, maybe love, but I feel like pain is something that's collectively existing in humans. Mm-hmm. And you take that away, then what's next? Empathy. You know, pain and empathy kind of go hand okay, in hand. Okay. Yeah. Right. So like you know, I I can't feel for what you've done by you know getting shot. <laughs> it's something and it's someone else getting shot I can feel your pain like I yeah. see where you're coming from I could tell that you're in large right. amounts of pain right, right. You know, paper cut like okay you know someone who hasn't got a paper cut oh it's not too bad they get a paper cut oh you're right they get in between the webbings of your fingers oh no yeah we used to do that in middle school oh no why because we're idiots come on but the removing that empathetic part is okay. what I don't like I don't know if rob- I don't know if the robot will be able to feel but it doesn't feel the same as. No. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that because, like, whatever makes up our consciousness, I, I would assume that it has uh, the experiences of all the the emotions and stuff like that that we do experience. So maybe it would translate. Yeah. Because like, it's not like like you said. Oh, you you know what a gunshot feels, even though you've never been a gunshot, mm-hmm. right? But you could empathize. Yeah. So like, do you necessarily have to have like, to flesh and blown right. to empathize? Or is, it, or is that a, uh, a a mechanism that evolved in our, our way of thinking to be able to survive? So you're saying if we take out the, the meat popsicles, that yeah. we are, the mortal coil that we bags. are, ride the meat bags and put our consciousness... No, I, I feel that meat bagginess <laughs> is necessary just for the human experience. Because yeah. there are... And as much as there's age, you know, pain and stuff like that, there are... They show growth. So we feel pain or we feel some sort of emotional turmoil, but we're able to move upon that and build upon it and stuff like that. But when it comes to like robots, I feel like that's not really much a part of it. Well, it's not like it's going to be like a baby comes out and then all of a sudden it's downloaded its brain. Oh, okay, that's you're, what I was you're thinking. Gonna, you're going to have like your life experience. And right. then once you get to the end, you have, you're presented with the option. Do you want to you know, go on to the mortal to this mortal coil that we that we experience mm-hmm. that we all have to experience, or do you want to continue as a symbiote? Like, so, okay, it just the, so it's it's either continue through in your own body into like you know a thousand or five hundred years or so, but or get downloaded. It's essentially on a server. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's mm-hmm. continue on to death and mm-hmm. experience that, right? Or download your consciousness onto a server and then download it, that onto a robotic body, onto a robotic body and yeah. stuff like that. And then, so you have all the experiences and and um, that you that you accumulated throughout your life, but you don't have the the, the body, the decomposing body holding you back. Right. Yeah. I, I each time I look at sci-fi, they always go insane. Yeah. Because there there's no progression from the body. Yeah. Because you like your mind works right, but you know you don't see that uh, that growth physical physicality into it. Like maybe if it's a robot, that's why it makes the 
what is it the what's that test with the robots you you give a test and oh, you the see Turing? If, yeah the Turing test where what if you give it a body that like the replicants yeah right? what what oh, is I saw a Blade Runner twenty forty nine oh okay yeah I saw that you said replicants and oh, okay <laughs> replicants yeah. well like, the idea of replicants right they're such that they're not human but they grow like they're human but does that make them less human. The, the tw- have you seen 2049? No, I haven't. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the original stuff. And it the- kind of plays upon that. Mm-hmm. Like, the replicants are set up to be essentially disposable, right? Human feelingless meat bags, or not even meat bags, but disposable... Just like sleeves. Yeah, bodies yeah. That, that you use uh, to your discretion. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's revealed spoilers if you guys haven't seen this four-year-old movie or five-year-old movie at this point. <laughs> Uh, directed by Dela, Dennis Villeneuve. Right, well. yeah. So, um, it, looked, it looked pretty. Yeah. That's I, all you gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, 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 it introduces the idea of that the replicants are evolving. Mm-hmm. And that they were able to procreate. Mm-hmm. And then that fact, you, it's, it's being like um, bandied about that because they, they are like evolving and they have essentially feelings and stuff like that as a normal person would do would that mm. throw a wrench into the system mm. which is what the, the plot of the movie essentially was right right see this is it's so it's like does they have a soul like yeah. at this point yeah, yeah they're uh, presented in 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 uh, different words that question does do they have souls right right yeah and it's uh, for the most part it's hard to argue mm-hmm. because like an idea in a soul of sense of it having its own thoughts its own mind processes yes but it's it was made from like parts yeah. it wasn't birthed through that but then you're saying that there is possibility for it to mimic human birthing man yeah. stuff like that yeah it sounds like a pretty cool movie it's it's or complicated it's, it's complicated and it does pose an interesting question especially mm. an interesting question within the the whole uh, Blade Runner mythology, yeah. you know, like uh, Drecker was hunting down the replicants, yeah. but then it was kind of left kind of vague because of all the the uh, different endings to that movie that they were, <laughs> whether yeah. or not he was a replicant, right? Right, yeah. which then, he is. Well, he is. Yeah. yeah, this movie establishes that that yeah. he is. A it's replicant. concrete yeah. now. Yeah, and uh, twenty forty nine picks up essentially with um, fucking what's his name Ryan uh, Gosling. Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. that beautiful bastard, <laughs> uh, being taken over the the Drek the. Decker? Decker? Yeah, Decker. 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 Decker? Decker. Deckard. 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 Decker. 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 The Han Solo role. <laughs> <laughs> the Harrison Ford role. Right. And, he's um, hunting down. Yeah, he's reference. hunting down and he finds evidence of of um, potentially a birth within the replicant community. Because they're underground. They're trying, right. to, trying to live their lives as best as they can in hiding. Right. And uh, the creator of the, the replicant uh, technology, uh, played by Jared Leto, he also catches wind of this and wants to study what's going on. Mm-hmm. So the the whole movie is um, Ryan Gosling's character essentially looking to see if if actually uh, there was a birth. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's gosh, it's so complicated because it, it it's it depends on like the morality to it and all, and it depends on how uh, it's an how giving birth if the actual give that was the only line mm-hmm. between what is made in a factory or made on an assembly line to what humans or at least sentient beings are like that whole, that whole chemical process. Yeah. But now that it, if it can be mimicked or at least uh, copied, I don't know, suppose then that just kind of throws that out the window. Now, yeah. what do you argue about? Like, yeah. how do you different these beings who are all intents and purpose, you know, they're not uh, human. 
as being sentient, even though to some extent we made them. Yeah. <laughs> like that. But then again, as you were explaining that, I was thinking about like, but what if the creator implanted that, mm-hmm. but without them actually, without the knowledge of it? Mm-hmm. Allowing so, them to grow. Yeah, allow them to grow and then their, eventually right. you know, develop feelings for each other and then have like, like our general, our generally our mating rituals you know we find right. somebody we we court we date and we you know have sex and right, stuff like that right so maybe he he set it up like that yeah it's uh, but still it's it, they're made yeah yeah and, and even though they're see the whole birth thing is throwing me off because is that really then they're making their they're like nanobots at that point they're right re- they're replicating themselves yeah right so but we are, in essence, uh, two biological beings in one from our father and our mother. Right? Mm-hmm. We get the experiences from both. We get the you know the temperament from both. Yeah. But what does a blank slate make when it's both? Even though their their experiences are fabricated. Yeah. And so does the offspring also is a blank slate? Like in terms of literally <laughs> blank, like no experiences whatsoever that is naturally given to them other than being made. Yeah. In the factory, right? It's, yeah, they, and that's something that they they they, they touch they, upon they, in they that touch one. Upon oh, as well. Wow, there was this whole scene where um, to throw you off the scent of like who the the birth replicant is. Uh-huh. They kind of have um, Ryan Gosling's character go into like this whole self reflective of whether or not his his um his, his memories are his own, mm-hmm. and obviously they're not. Yeah. But then he goes into like, are they created? Or did somebody experience this? Right, right. And then he goes and, and talks to the person who designs all the, the, the dreams for them. And then she's all like, you know that um, downloading experience, like something that actually happened is against the law. Right. And it's kind of left at that. Oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> it's uh, going, going back, just to go back to the server and the, the robot issue. I, I think they're just both same coins of the same hell. Yeah. Right. When you have when you have a robot body, you know in your heart that that's not your original body anymore and it feels like i don't know if you ever felt the idea of, of like out of body experience where you feel like you shouldn't be there yeah or like a gut feeling where yeah well I've, i mean i have uh, metal in my body oh right that's right yeah, so yeah so does like imagine that but everywhere <laughs> yeah. like your whole body or the idea that you at some point of in living in a server and transplanting to the next uh, robotic body you'll lose i feel you'll lose bits of yourself yeah, well, remember there's that that one uh, story about like they found like some ancient uh, ancient Roman ship and then they put it in a museum, mm-hmm. but because it's wood, it slowly started to dec- de- de- decay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then they would restore it. So if at one point does does the restoration completely uh, re- uh, switch out all the rotting wood and become a new ship? Right. So yeah. Like, Wanda Vision. <laughs> <laughs> I know not just yeah. Wanda, but yeah, that that's a great point. Right, especially when it comes to uh, mortality or like consciousness. Mm-hmm. One does the computer start and you begin. Yeah. And just wrapping, imagine sitting with that for hundreds, if not thousands of years. I would, I the would, only way I would, I would imagine myself to be doing, to be able to do that mm-hmm. is if I could, I could uh, repeatedly and on, on a, like a daily, if, daily basis, just do massive amounts of psychedelics. <laughs> Because robot that, psychedelics at this point wouldn't well, it be? Well, if, if it's our brain, I'm, right. oh, I, just, I'm, just yeah, just don't, like just dunk open you in a jar. jar, just throw some acid <laughs> in there, and then close it. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> like at what point 
you've experienced everything life can experience. Right. Right? Yeah. Assuming if you make it, you're 80, you're, you, whether or not you've had a spectacular life or not, you've experienced life. Yeah. Uh, so beyond, what's beyond that? If you choose to continue your life form, but your body is no longer there, you're just a brain in a jar or something, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I explore mean, that realm, that realm that a lot yeah. of people consider, you know, when when people are dying and they have uh, stories of, I saw the white light, I saw my relatives and stuff like that. There is a theory that that uh, that suggests that that's just the body uh, flooding, the brain flooding the body with uh, DMT, which mm-hmm. our body body produce, uh, produces naturally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're just tripping all of our minds as we're dying. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... It's, Okay, so that's that's a good point. You at the beginning, but when does it get old? After that thousandth year, when you're doing, I don't think it ever will. Yeah, because every experience, like I'm sure, two thousand years. I'm sure (laughs) doing like LSD Uh will cook your brain. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's not the best option. But like let's say DMT or uh, psilocybin, if they figure out a way to synthesize psilocybin, Mm -hmm. so that. You know, you are a jar in the brain just tripping your balls out. You essentially become an oracle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, uh, a lot of the, again, in sci-fi, I love sci-fi. But in sci-fi, they play with that idea, too. That yeah. each, uh, each the, the opulent class have a bunch of sleeves, which are essentially bodies. And each time they die, they get downloaded into the next body. But that removes the idea of, like, a finality to your life. Mm-hmm. So at some point after, you know, the 200th body that came out, then you start, there's a loss of empathy and connection to that. Like, it's, I'm just going to get uploaded. Yeah. You might as well murder a bunch of people or something yeah. like that. And they do do a lot of, you know, sex and drugs and stuff like that. But these people have lived for, like, millennia. millennia. So yeah. that, it's it becomes, you know, psychedelics and drugs like that become, like, uh, orange juice in the morning. <laughs> right? Or something like, something so, they're so used to that it's it just dulls the pain and they, they need something that will change it up, be it a mass murder or, you know, like <laughs> orgies where you slice someone's face off. And that, at the end of the show, that became, that was what the rich wanted was sex that I could kill the person. Yeah. It, it, right? it does something get to, to that. It does get to that point where you know, after your fifth body, you do get start to get bored. Yeah. You know, like I don't necessarily agree with you with like the idea of doing psychedelics will numb your brain mm. because you know somebody who has done psychedelics, I don't. It's not the same effect as like an opioid. It's not the same effect as like heroin and stuff. Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah, which I agree. Yeah. I, I, I do, personally, I have I took it like once or twice. Yeah. But. I, I'm talking more of like the years as the years goes, but I feel like it's something that forces your brain to do yeah. anyway than something like weed. Yeah, but I also I also feel like if you do decide to do like to take massive doses of hair, of, of psychedelics <laughs> here in your first body, uh-huh. you're gonna come to the realization that what you did was a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna say, you know, I don't want to continue this. Just let me go. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Are you given that choice though in this uh, in this dystopia of I, like choosing your body or a server? Because I, I mean, I still I still uh, feel like you would have the, the opportunity to like if you don't like the life as a, as living as a as a server in a server, right? Then why not? Because it's another idea of are you even human anymore? So, but if you're just a consciousness, does that make you human anymore? Because then well, what as makes a, you human? Well, the body and like That's a, part a of it, human, definitely. right? Because in a, an altered carbon, it's there's a there are people downloaded on the server, yeah. but they are locked behind bureaucracy because they essentially can be shelved like a book. 
yeah. they'll be they'll always be there. So they they have different rights. Mm-hmm. So they so being consciousnessness is uh, they they're like uh, I think they're called a it's a neo cat neo cat essentially they can't they just lock them in a door in a like a, a server somewhere in the islands and just leave them there just forgotten right the time, yeah. right because they don't have any more rights because that's reserved for the next generation of living yeah yeah so it kind of it blurs the line like what it since you're another form of humanity are you even original human anymore like born yeah with a body that's yours again it goes down to trans stuff well, you know, like okay so when mm-hmm. my dad died mm-hmm. I, I, I opened the door, you know, he was convalescing in, in our living room um, when I was still living with my mom. And when he died, you know, I, I was out, so I came home, obviously, as, as one would do in a situation like that. I opened the door, and there were family members, you know, gathered, and um, and his body was on, on his convalescent bed. But you could tell that it wasn't him anymore. It was just the show. I don't know if you had the same, a similar experience when, you're, when your father passed, but yeah. with me, it was, like, clear and obvious that... Um, yeah, his body is right here laying in, in, the, in our living room. But what made my dad my dad isn't there anymore. Yeah. So to, to say like um, that uh, you're going to like what makes up a, a human. Mm. I, I think, yeah, the body is important, but that's not necessarily the entirety of it. Mm. Yeah. You know, the consciousness is, uh, if not the uh, a big part, probably the greater part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's completely fair, yeah. right? There is a big part of the conscious, but, <laughs> but, but maybe, well, think of like it's it's the ideal, right? It's a good thing to, to, to think about and actually flex on about. But given humans' history of mm-hmm. taking advantage of div- dividing or even like ostracizing different anyone's just because hey, you're browner than me. Yeah. So imagine, <laughs> right? Imagine now adding the lack of body. And this goes into the sci-fi. It goes into yeah. the sci-fi realm, obviously. Yeah, there, right? there is there is a, a valid a point you're raising where uh, if you don't have a body anymore, you're a lot more vulnerable to right. the human uh, disposition. Like, what can you do? Yeah. Right, you're just you a consciousness. Shit, yeah. You have not right. It comes yeah, to. I'm assuming I'm getting my daily dose of LSD, but instead they're peeing in my jar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right it's it's what a uh, much of these uh consciousness server not a lot but at least the one that i've watched recently it's uh that the bureaucracy of humanity always gets in the way yeah right even when it comes to hundreds of years like uh like our dads could be on the server but you know or they're locked behind red tape because they can't afford to have another body like yeah. that to that point it becomes like oh bodies are real estate Mm-hmm. So now you have to say, oh, you have to do installment plans like a car on a new body for your dad or a new body for, you know, robot body. It mm-hmm. becomes uh, like at the moment now, given our lifespans, we can't see that there's morality to it. Right. There's some honor to it. Yeah. Having your your father, a loved one on a server and you can visit them pretty much any time you want. But yeah, and it be like a, um, Jorah. Yeah, yeah, and like, build one, and like a giant one, not even like a bit, just a giant, yeah. right? Or like a Obi Wan Kenobi, have R two D two, right? Yeah. And but add on a thousand years, two thousand years of human hardship, and now we're still getting that now. Now imagine that in the future. Yeah, and then there's also going to be. It's pessimistic, uh, I know, but. Well, no, it's a, it's an obvious uh, point that we have to. If we're ever presented with that situation, it's something that. It's going to have to be discussed. Yeah. Uh, because, 
you can uh, just ignore the bad shit <laughs> and things, even though today most people seem to want to do that. Right. Um, oh, fuck, I was going to say something. I'm completely sorry. Completely, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I completely Consciousness. Blank. Yeah, uh, I completely blank on what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, we spent like that was like almost an hour just talking it's, about it's a good it's an interesting <laughs> concept, right? I mean yeah. like the beyond through technology or whatever else might be there is something that we've we haven't really we it feels like we're in the cusp of, especially with what? Robot tech, artificial intelligence, um what's that thing with uh, the that uh, Elon Musk wants uh, to install most of us? Cyberlink? Like the, Cyberlink yeah. that you can download information the straight cyber- to your Neuralink. Brain? Neuralink, thank yeah. you. Yeah, see so like we feel like we're right on a space travel, uh, you know, the D ships flying up in space with the little <laughs> ship like. <laughs> Where you cast a dick? Yeah. There you go. Thank what you. What about See, penis? I, that's no, no. That's an anatomical that's, that's, Okay, that's word. fair. Yeah. Penis shaped. Penis ships. is allowed on the, the FCC allows you to say penis on air. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. If it's good for the FCC, then it's good for me. So yeah, the penis shape. But my point, like, we're right there. Yeah. We can either go to apocalyptic robots killing everyone, or we can go through where we download each other's minds, or we can go through space and colonize different star systems and let life go there. But the main constant, I feel like, in human history has been human error, human error, and war. Yeah. Right? So greater human error. Right, yeah. right. Even error in in a grander sense. Even if even with knowledge, right? Why are yeah. we keeping knowledge, be it good or bad or whatever point of view, just knowledge. Just yeah. leave it out. Right? It should be accessible to everybody, right. regardless of whether or not it falls in line with your ideology. But for some reason it's not it's still yeah. regulated. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's um it's something definitely that well, I, I just remember what I was going to say, but it's something definitely that it's an interesting, uh, like us as a civilization, our civilization now, you know, I'm, I'm talking 10,000 years to, to now, mm-hmm. 10,000 years ago to now, where we've come to this crossroads essentially, right? Where you say we are on the cusp of, you know, space exploration, uh, AI, AR, whatever. No, whatever yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Exactly, <laughs> that, that we are in, but I feel like we've stagnated, you know, like... It took us sixty six years from when the the or the, the was it the Orville twins no the the Wright brothers or Wright brothers when the Wright no it's because it was uh, uh, Orville and or Red and Bucker no oh, yeah that's, Orville Red and Bucker but it was oh that's the popcorn dang yeah, it yeah the popcorn yeah. <laughs> the one of the brothers was Orville right Orville uh, I'm right yeah well when they first fucking <laughs> flew. To when we landed on the moon, it was only sixty six years, and I'm I'm talking as we as a civilization. That's like life. That's one person's life. That's one generation. Right. And now imagine if we didn't give up on our space program, where we could have been now. Even the Renaissance. The Renaissance. Even yeah. the Dark Ages, when the church took over, like you know, got rid of all of the the art and all of the you know stuff that didn't align with that person, that certain ideal. Imagine we had the chance of to creatively express ourselves from there forward. Yeah. Right, like yeah, I'm I'm starting as more and more I look into like past uh, like ancient civilizations and lost civilizations. I'm thinking I'm more and more thinking that us humans that as we know it are probably a lot lo- older than we originally. Mm. Like you take into consideration the planet's been around for what thirteen plus billion years, <laughs> and the oldest uh, anatomically correct human skeleton that they found is uh, two million years ago or something like that. Is that the one in Russia? 
Mm, I think it's Lucy. I'm okay, not there's another yeah. one they found in it. Yeah, which I is did. Even I, older. I read. I read about that. Okay, yeah. yeah just recently, like, like a, a couple months ago, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> That's supposedly even older than that. Yeah. And you you take into consideration that a lot has happened in those two million years. Like, who knows how many count, countless catastrophic imp, uh, asteroidal impacts there's been? How many resets to civilization has been mm, in the right. thirteen billion year timeline that that uh, the, this planet has has lived? Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm not saying I've, I have definitive evidence, <laughs> but I'm just starting to think, like, it just makes sense. Right. It makes sense that there could very well be a possibility that us humans have been a lot longer than we than we think. Right. And it's uh, it's subtly, not not telling you, it justifies the fact that we're, st- like, we're stagnant, that we yeah. still have room to grow yeah. as, a, as a race and a civilization. And I would love to see that. <laughs> well, would you, though? Yeah, I would. It's it's one. Of, it's not a lot of questions where I'm like, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. right? It's something that I would love to see, even if I'm like decrepit. Like, I would love to see the first uh, <laughs> alien invasion. <laughs> right? No, even even something like that. It confirms life and that our civilization wasn't as good as we thought it was. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're in the, you're in your apartment complex. You're in like 80, 89 years old. You're like old and decrepit and <laughs> dying. And then you hear like this loud explosion, and you go to your window, you open the door, and then there's like. Like the fucking world of the world aliens coming at you, and you're like, finally, and then you just tip over. And I just tip over, like I'm not gonna be. Here. <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something that's it's I've have tackled with the idea of just watching, you know, humanity not live, but at least take the bigger, evolve. grander steps. Yeah. evolve right, right. Like I was reading online that we have like I don't know, you lay your your arm down and you make like the the point your fingers up. And you see the thing I have here. Italiano. Right here? Mm-hmm. Like, I have it. I think, do I have it right there? It's I have a little... Probably thing. not Oh as my gosh, don't sigh. Don't sigh shame. Well, no, it. it's not It's not as Wait, pronounced as mine. Am I fl- oh, yeah. All I'm doing is just like t- tilting my my wrist up. Oh, up? And yes. supposedly this right here is like a little groove that shows uh-huh. up on uh-huh. me. It doesn't really show up that, that much on Ernesto. Yeah. Like you can see a little bit right here. Yeah. That's an evolutionary uh, waste. Oh, is it? Yeah, that slowly as us as as we evolved, we're mm-hmm. gonna get rid of this because apparently this doesn't do anything for us anymore. Oh, so it's like wisdom teeth. Exactly, yeah, wisdom teeth where we used to or be like, like a eating. pancreas or something. Like <laughs> Wait, that. really? Well, yeah, like they don't I know what the, the fuck like the pancreas. Like, what are you there for? Well, <laughs> you're, not not pancreas, like the gallbladder. Like you're wasting space. Yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's interesting. So I I 100% agree with you where you said I want to see that next step in human evolution. But at the same time, if it's going to be, you know, 300 years from now, like, I don't want to fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Other than sci-fi tech where I can either download myself in a, a server or a robot or, you know, some sort of longevity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be, you know, a skeleton in a wheelchair at a hospice. You yeah. know, way like that, stuff like that. Yeah, that's not a good way to go out. Yeah. I'd no. rather just go out and on my own terms. Yeah. As exactly. best as they could dictate because, like, theoretically, I could just. It now, but. right? <laughs> well, a lot of uh, you know, hookers and blow, yeah, <laughs> a lot of hookers and blow first, yeah, definitely. All right, okay, let's, uh... <laughs> let's get into what we actually were actually planning on discussing. We went on a, on a fucking tangent, on a, on human development, man. Yeah, human development. Um, Netflix, Netflix, where are you at with Netflix, man? Um, uh, I don't use it as much as I used to, me either. 
right? Yeah. I never kind of really did. No, you did That's thinking, true. I never kind of really did. You know, like, for the longest time, I didn't have a TV, mm-hmm. which obviously nowadays is not really an excuse because you have your phone, you have a laptop, whatever. So you, <laughs> you can get your your uh, TV watching any way you can now, right? <laughs> right. But it's just Netflix never really had the... Like from a, an occasional show, an animated show or something like that, even though now they kind of... Now they the, do. Their, their animation department. Right, right. They never really had like a vast uh, uh, collection of, of shows that I, or movies that I was really that interested in. So yeah. I had it just to have it, but... Yeah, I remember we talked about this in a when we were previously Justice Infinity podcast, and it was at the the beginning of Netflix, essentially, right? They started of what it is now, yeah. Right, they started you know buying everyone up. I think that's what we covered, where they were essentially buying all these companies up. But uh, yeah, for the most part, Netflix back then they had a lot of those uh, you know Star Trek, you know Parks and Rec. They mm-hmm. had those shows where you could just put binge watch and watch over and over and over again. But now that we have multiple. Streaming. streaming services and it's, it's not just multiple it's like parent companies yeah parent yeah. production companies are starting their um their streaming services which makes sense like why why wouldn't they they have the they have the rights to all their properties so why right. not and they, they basically just kind of ripped every star trek i don't know if star trek is still there i want to say no but yeah parks and rec is gone and all these shows that we watched on on loop repeat, repeat, right yeah. exactly and now that we're at the last phase oh well one of the phases of original programming it seems like everyone else has a leg up to that that netflix yeah well the articles that you had posted and some of the articles i was reading on 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 my own it kind of makes it seem that what made netflix as popular as it as it was was also its demise yeah it's a password sharing policy oh gosh like i've had family members in mexico be like hey like pass it over Do you password share? No. No? Only, well, yes, but not really. Really? Because my girlfriend's family has like Disney Plus and HBO Max, oh, okay. but they have it for like a multiple setup. So we're just using hers. Oh, okay. So technically, like a family, but it's a family plan. But it's like plan. a family plan. It's a family plan. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I net- you yo-ho, yo-ho. I yo-ho, yeah. I, no, no, not as, not as much as I used to. Pirate's but, life for me. <laughs> yeah, not until I got that uh, that stop and desist letter from Cease HBO. And yeah, it's like, stop downloading. Uh, or shit, we know where you live. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what kind of scared me because uh, in case you guys didn't they know. They sent you a, a pinky, a thumb or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whose thumb is that? It's like... It's a random person's thumb. But uh, I used to torrent heavily when I was in college. And uh, I had is there a, is there a statute of limitations for uh, bootlegging? <laughs> is there? there? There has to be. I don't know. Maybe. No, actually, no. I don't feel like there is because if you ask something about money and you're taking money from their pocket, so are you sure no. you want to be saying this? To oh, <laughs> well, I used to. I'm a I'm a former. Yeah, but they don't just because you used to kill people doesn't mean okay, they're stop looking for you. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Let's not talk about it then. <laughs> well, we have to elude. Illusions, yeah. Right, right. But um, yeah, I do. I was, I was, I frequented some file sharing websites. <laughs> Gotta do it like that. <laughs> Back in a past life, a friend yeah, of mine. Friend of yours, exactly. <laughs> it's Schmermesto. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Schmermesto uh, Gamacho the Fourth. Gamacho is like a. Oh, what is it? Um, what's the what's Elmo? A monster. <laughs> A, um, a Muppet? A Muppet? Is that what they're called? Yeah, the they're Muppets. Sesame Street Muppets? Okay, yeah, yeah, Muppets. yeah, it feels like a Muppet. Gormeshto. Gormeshto, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Netflix. Netflix, right, yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know what they want to do with their 
shows anymore. Because like, you, I, I hate it, but it's you're completely correct. Back in the day in Justice of Infinity podcast, back in the old 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 days, in the simpler times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Netflix is kind of they what they have produced is lacking. Yeah, I mean yeah. their their business model has been like. We just make so much and throw it at the wall. Whatever sticks, sticks. Right. Like there are there are shows that do stand out: The Witcher, uh, Stranger you know, Things, Stranger Things, uh, Lost in Space. Lost in space. Right. But other than that, Adam you know, Project. Adam Project. Well, that's more recent. But like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking overall. Right. Right. Overall, their history. There, they've have had some shows with some success, critically and uh, commercial. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But the issue with Netflix has always been that people, they don't share their, their viewership. Yeah. Do you so, feel like that's a big part, though? Or is it just, you know, it seems like Netflix Netflix, Netflix is looking at the password checking, like, oh, this is a huge issue without looking at what they're actually peddling in their catalog, which is a bunch of kind of mishmash, kind of old not produced well kind of films, yeah, stuff it's, like that. It's definitely the, the the password sharing is definitely like a big major factor. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, the articles are alluding that it was uh, the reason why it became so popular uh, you know 10, 15 years ago at this point now. But because of, of that, it kind of didn't really give uh, the people who were uh, password sharings, they didn't give them an incentive to sign up on their own. <laughs> so it kind of just, they they said what, it was potentially like 2 million people or something like that. Right, they yeah. were sharing, file sharing in the United States alone. Yeah. Not counting, you know, like international. Random, yeah, international markets and stuff like that. Right. So that's 200, 200 two, 2 million people times, you know, $10 an account. Right. That's essentially 2 Twenty million dollars are leaving on the table. Twenty million. So, see, that's that's sure. Like, but does that affect any other streaming service like Peacock or like Paramount Plus or HBO Max? Are they suffering from that? Because I feel like they do do password sharing for them, but it doesn't feel like it's impacting them. Well, as I feel much. like they're a lot more restricted. Yeah. On the password share. Mm. No, don't you think like uh, the whole Disney Plus release episode, uh, weekly episodic, uh, the TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. That that discourages somebody to like binge watch a show in one go and then just cancel their account or not not use that password. Anymore. Right, right. So you have to you have to come back weekly or just do what I do, wait till it's all over and then just and, watch, and then it. Just watch yeah. it. So do you think that returning to what essentially is TV now, mm-hmm. right, episodic, is what's helping them be get a better better leg up than Netflix when it comes to subscription, like in sharing a, and stuff like that? In a sense, yeah, but also content. Content mm-hmm. you can like not uh, acknowledge its value. Like, yeah, Netflix does have a whole a, a whole bunch of really cool shows and movies. Yeah. But does it compare to like the MCU? Yeah. No. Or even, I mean, HBO Max. The, the D, yeah, it's HBO. DC. I mean, it's HBO. It's yeah. not TV. Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that's, that's true, yeah. Well, yeah. I like Harley Quinn. Like, yeah. you know, Harley Quinn and a bunch of the so other DC. So TV show. Yeah. yeah, even just just the idea of having an app where the DC animated movie would come up. And, like, yeah, I can watch it right then. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it's without a doubt the content is very important in this situation, and and like you said, I it, it is you know partly the file the the password sharing, mm-hmm. but also partly the content. Mm. Like I'm sure there are, you could find even in the the most jankiest product produced TV show on Netflix that has like twenty seasons or some shit. It mm. has twenty seasons for a reason, right? Because somebody's watching. Yeah, you know, like it, it doesn't matter how. Oh, 
how tight to the vest they keep their viewership numbers. It's if nobody's fucking watching, it, they're not going <laughs> to continue to spend you know however many millions of dollars into each season, right, considering right. that they're always in debt. Right, I was going to say they're probably <laughs> in debt. And uh, do you feel like a big part of that is also the lineage of all these streaming services? Because mm. you have Disney, you have HBO, you have Paramount, and you have NBC. And all of those, to some extent, are connected to the original studios that are still active even today. Yeah. Do you think that that you know that interconnectivity, also that financial know-how is much better than, say, Netflix, which feels like it's kind of has its hand in every pot but doesn't really know much about what their hand's in? Yeah, I mean, I feel like when Netflix started, mm. it was like that whole... The new kid on the block, and it was it was offering a service that the the old school the the old guard wasn't hip to. Right. Until we we saw how well Netflix did, yeah. and then everybody's like, "Hey, wait a minute, we're leaving a shit ton of money on the table for somebody else to be streaming our stuff. Yeah. We could we have the money, we have the capabilities to build our own streaming infrastructure, and we saw that when 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 Disney Plus came out, you know, Disney surprisingly. Pulled, yeah, Disney <laughs> pulled everything. Yeah, from Hulu or well, later Hulu, they, they bought Hulu. So right, it doesn't really matter. But Hulu yeah. and Netflix at the time were really the only two competing streaming services. And um, I always felt that Hulu had better choices just because they were more current. Mm. Like you, you were able to get, you know, if you were watching Modern Family, you could watch it the next day. Right, in, right. In, in Netflix, you didn't get that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so once they did get hip. To the streaming services and the the how well the population was going to respond. Yeah. Then yeah, that kind of laid out the downfall for Netflix, especially because Netflix didn't really evolve. Yeah, it feels like I, at the time it felt like they were ahead of the game. Yeah. Right. As soon as they got those companies and they started making original programming, then the other streaming services were finally like, oh, we are leaving money on the table. Let's start making our own stuff. And it seems like. The companies, other streaming companies have the, they're open to flex, to experiment, not like when they're in movies. Because now we see Amazon has what, The Last of Us and a Fallout show, I think. Right? Yeah. Right. And now you see Paramount Plus has Halo, mm -hmm. which we never really thought, oh, really? They made a Halo TV show. Yeah. So it seems like they have the power, they have the know-how, they have the finances, but they also have the opportunity to experiment in a way that they couldn't with movies. Yeah, but on Netflix... Side mm. like you brought up a, a, a another streaming service with uh, Amazon. Mm. But Amazon just isn't Amazon Prime. It's a f fucking seven trillion dollar company or some shit. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That has so much capital that they could funnel it through. They, they have a space program. They have a fucking space program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have a space program. If, if there's ever anything where it's like. You have too much money is have a space program. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Amazon, if they really wanted to, they could just buy Netflix and just yeah. consume them and yeah, just put just them in. Merge it. Right, yeah. And now you like you have an Amazon card and you have a Netflix or they're all together. Yeah, exactly. And it's 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 sad because for the longest time, you know, Netflix was the like you said, we parks and rec, the office. Mm. Uh, during the pandemic it, the numbers exploded, but yeah. now that we're post pandemic it, it's kind of like going back to what it was, I, I would assume. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. the article said that 67% of Netflix lost 67% of its value in just like the last year and this year alone, right? Right, right. But was that 
the 67% of value because of the growth, uh, including the growth of the pandemic, or was that the base before pandemic? Right, I mean, they won't tell us. Yeah, they, they won't <laughs> tell us. So I'm, I'm assuming maybe it would go back to what it, it was, but now that there's a lot more competition, I kind of, I'm kind of seeing the, the end yeah, and it's in the horizon. The, right, exactly, and the competition does, like even just Moon Knight. I mean, like, Moon Knight and how do you compete with Star Wars, like, with the Kenobi MCU, and then you have HBO and a bunch of other shows that's showing up on there. Yeah. Like, other stuff that, even Greyhound with Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, Greyhound was a pretty was a pretty good World War II film. Now they have a TV show coming in. But, well, they have, they're planning on making, like, a, a World War II <laughs> universe, right? Right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is already a weird thing, but mm-hmm. just the idea of them being like, yeah, we can make more of this sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, but then again, Apple as a tech company, it's not yeah. a production company. Right. They have right. so much money that they can funnel yeah. and create a production company. Yeah, they can just buy their way in. Yeah, so yeah. most of the other uh, streaming services have something to fall back on. Yeah. Netflix doesn't. Yeah. You know, Netflix only uh, only until recently, what, like the last five, maybe five, six, seven years when they started producing their own content. Yeah. But that's, you know, they don't do the top tier shit. Right, it's it's more of quantity versus quality exactly for them. But now we're seeing like those companies, and they do have those. Their shows are pretty good. like even I mean Oscar Isaac. Oh my god! Right, just him and, uh, <laughs> and Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Um, Stephen Hawking. What's well, Hawk something? Uh, Ethan Hawking. Ethan Hawk, you know, showing up in the same movie and stuff like that. You can't get that money of star power with Netflix. Yeah, like they have Michael Bay, I think. And Netflix? Yeah, Michael Bay is working, and then I guess Scott Martin Scorsese with The Irishman, but he went to like different companies to pitch that, and Netflix was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll take, take it. Take a chance, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a sad and interesting time that we're, we're going through, that Netflix, all they're going to do is just continue to jack up their prices, and it maybe crack down on the, on the uh, password share. Yeah. Which is going to alienate people. It's going to, yeah. Honestly. See, I was telling you this beforehand. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to the point where if its cost isn't going to justify it anymore. Right, right. Like, I could be like, if a show comes out that I like, that I've been watching, I'll just get it for that month and watch the show and then right. just move on from there. You yeah, know? yeah. But even then, I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, who's looking forward for a Netflix show? Because it yeah. doesn't feel like there's no show that equals netflix because if you think picard you think paramount plus or you think yeah. uh, you know a, a dc film hbo uh, mcu with disney but for netflix it's just anything goes the the one thing that they do have is documentaries mm. they do have like i feel like they have a pretty good corner on documentaries yeah uh every every once in a while they'll release a i guess you could call this a documentary but like a tiger king Right, right. But it is like a docu series documenting right. what's happening and stuff. And they like have that. World War Two in color. World War Two in color, there. which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I don't know or think of any like str- Narcos. Narcos, yeah. But I feel like that's maybe done. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's a slow decline yeah. for Netflix overall. Yeah, it's been it. It has it's and it's won Emmys, right? With yeah. the shows, it's won Emmys. Yeah, only thing that disqualified them was that they didn't have a physical theater, and they bought one in L.A. Yeah, an Egyptian, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's sad, but at the same time, you know, like that's what happens. Yeah, they they had this amazing business model that, uh, fortunately for them, the the the, the, the big boys weren't uh, hip to, <laughs> but now that they are, they Netflix didn't uh, evolve. 
their business model. Yeah, like they not, tried it with games. Yeah, that's the waste like, of time. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. Yeah, it's it's so the the games are like it's a completely different industry. Yeah, yeah. it's it's terrible. It's it's. I mean, I would like to see maybe what if what if like Netflix r- rises from the ashes and <laughs> starts making really good video games. Yeah, that would be cool. Becomes a, a video game production. Every, right, a publisher and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I would love to. They can within their rights. They could easily get the rights and then give it to developers and they make their own game. But you have seen you have played those games where they're, they're movie tie-ins or TV tie-ins and they're not as as great. Yeah, uh, let's move on to DC. 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 Ever since the the Dis- Discovery merger, right, which is was finalized, finalized. Yeah, which is odd because I didn't think Discovery was its own uh, company. Was its own company, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it like always it felt like right, yeah, part of something else. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. HBO, the HBO, right? HBO consumed uh, Discovery. No, Discovery consumed HBO. Oh, okay. Because it's Warner Brothers. Right, right. Okay, yeah. So uh, the acquisition of uh, Warner Brothers by Discovery went through, and there is obviously when stuff like this happens. Big shakeups. Every so people get fired. People get hired. Yeah, people get you shot know, in the back. Get shot in the back. Yeah. You know, people <laughs> they clean house. Exactly. And uh, it was being talked about how they wanted the the higher ups at Discovery want somebody uh, to be the Kevin Feige of the DC universe. <laughs> right. But what kind of like put me off on that idea was that they were focusing on the Kevin Feige rather than be the creative force that Kevin Feige is for the MCU. Right. Just having it be somebody to like make sure the finances go well. Right, that's such a it's such a it's such a tease, right? It's such a Warner Brothers move. It's such a Warner Brothers move, right? Yeah, it's I, I don't know what entirely that would entail, but I, I I would seem that it's not the it's not Kevin Feige at all. No, there's only one Kevin Feige. Grant, that's true. Yeah, and the success he was able to manifest essentially uh, with the MCU is. Something that's going to be talked about for years to come. Yeah. You know, like we talked about uh, the old school movie movie uh, 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 producers and makers and from the era of back then. Now, with Kevin Feige at the helm of MCU, he ushered in a new era of filming. Yeah. One that could take 23 fucking movies yeah. to tell the story. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, no one would have thought that a, a audience member would like to see a this character in repeated instances like yeah. even with uh with batman i mean batman's a big enough comic book character he doesn't really need much of an introduction they didn't really put much thought into making something that's cohesive yeah with the 80s batman 90s batman was it 90s? 80s 80s yeah, yeah. with the, yeah yeah it's but that again like, then again that's something that's never really been done yeah you know, that's this is the first of its kind where kevin feige took a story and broke it up into 22, was it right? 22 yeah. films. Um, some that he had a plain idea of what, what the story was going to be. Some he had no idea. Right. <laughs> but that's some, that's, that, that just uh, shows uh, to his talent yeah. how well of a producer and how well he knows the story. Right. When they first announced uh, uh, DC's first shakeup. Which was what, like ten? No, not even the first. It was probably like a third or fourth. Right. <laughs> they uh, they announced that Jeff Johns was going to do it. Right. And Jeff and Johns was the editor editor in chief, I think. I believe, yeah. At, at DC Comics. Right. So yeah. Somebody and we who, cheered. Exactly. Right. <laughs> somebody who knows the material. Yeah. But for one reason or another, shit didn't pan out for him, and he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, and he went back to comics. Yeah, he went back to comics. <laughs> so I don't think 
I do have some idea of people who can take that role, mm -hmm. but I don't think it will fit the role that the the higher ups at Discovery. Will. Yeah, I I don't I don't feel like even what was it financial services? I'm just like really yeah. like why? <laughs> but it feels it it's a lot of paranoia. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It, they don't want complete creative control like a Kevin Feige. They want someone just to see that okay, this is gonna make enough money enough to make another version of this film. Or enough to like fix the finances of it all. Yeah, it's complete lack of trust. Right, right, and that's what DC should more focus more on. Mm -hmm. I mean, they honestly they don't need a Kevin Feige. They they just need someone who will give a good show of these characters in yeah. their own way. Yeah. Make it it's on standard because Kevin Feige, as much as he is the he's a, the first at least technically the first person to do a twenty two movie. Uh, epic i guess yeah <laughs> it's uh you can see the quality of those movies mm -hmm. right quality of the movies are, are mostly the same just because it has to be at a certain line right yeah there are some standouts yeah but they're generally they're all you know hover around a five or a six right on a 10 point scale right 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 wait all of them most of them most of them eh, i think so. i was gonna say six i mean they're watchable well, I'm saying, like, I'm not right. saying they're two or threes. Oh, okay. Five <laughs> or six. Right, right. You know, but you could, out of 22, out of 22 movies, I could probably pick out, you know, like five, five or six. That not are even. <laughs> probably top four. Top tier. Right, like, yeah. Five or six. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So Everything else, it's watchable at yeah. best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when it comes to uh, DC films, they should just do their own thing. Then having yeah. to focus on one person to fix it all for them. Yeah, they kind of the model that they're kind of doing now, where it's each movie is it's its own individual thing. Mm -hmm. Figure out how to introduce a Justice League later. Yeah, but like you have the Joker, you have Batman, you have uh, Wonder Woman, which is still part of the Snyderverse, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, you have <laughs> Aquaman, uh, Aquaman with well, Flash. Flash, you know? right? They're supposed to have like these one-offs and then figure out the story to introduce them all together. Right. You know, as the comic books were. Right. You know, the, yeah. com the, the comic books with, like, real overarching continuity were, like, the, the Justice Leagues, the Avengers, the stuff like that. Other than that, the, the, the individual characters, yeah, had their own continuity. And then right. tied into the greater one. Right, exactly. And that makes me nervous. Because the last time we saw this shakeup was with Nolan's stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then, essentially, Nolan's version of Batman dictated every iteration of dc superhero not just that. dc but uh, marvel as well which one oh yeah that's true yeah because like you want to take nolan he brought the superhero character to the real world right, right and every movie from here on out has been that they bring it to the real oh world. i'm saying like just dark groundedness oh, with tone. right right the tone okay, of dc because yeah. remember we got emo superman and yeah, yeah because yeah. that was because of Nolan's version mm -hmm. of Superman, of uh, like Batman. The dark super, the dark right. character. Yeah. So now that we see the Batman and Joker being these successes, I'm curious if the next iterations of DC films will kind of try to mimic that version of Batman. Like a darker version? Right. Because the Batman was pretty fucking dark. Right. Yeah, but you mean like there's more groundedness because they don't know. Obviously, they just see the numbers and they see that, oh, people like movies like the Batman sorry yeah. like the Batman <laughs> like like the Batman so what if we see like a Wonder Woman is similar along the lines of the Batman mm -hmm. and Superman or Aquaman and stuff like that well like you said they kind of did that right right with Man of Steel right so but that that obviously didn't really pad out no. as much as they can but it seems no. like they're gonna make the mistake again well, it's just like, is it because it's dark or is it because it wasn't really poorly, it wasn't really well done? 
I want to say... You, mm-hmm. you look at Nolan, mm-hmm. dark, really well done. Right. You look at Batman, the Batman, dark, right. really well done. done. Right. So... <laughs> and Man of Steel. Man of Steel, dark. dark yeah. Uh-huh. It's okay. Justice it's League. Watchable. Justice League. Dark-ish. <laughs> right? And, yeah. Right. Yeah. See, it's, it's the point is that Warner Brothers just sees the numbers. And, yeah. it, and with this news with the Kevin Feige, with someone who's going to handle the finances. That that does not make sense if you want to try to replicate the, the success that um, Marvel has had. Right. And then they had an opportunity for Jeff John, someone who's actually been not just with Kevin Feige, who's worked with, you know, superhero films. Jeff John has actually wrote, like, yeah, superhero well, stuff. He was the one who ushered in the Injustice, right? Yeah. The, like, the was it Injustice or was it... Um, Earth it, 2 or something like that? I think it was Earth 2. I'm not yeah, entirely well, sure. Well, he revamped all the... the, the right, the, brought him to the current times. Yeah, the current times, which was a success in... Was the, the New 52? The New 52, mm-hmm. exactly. There you go. He was the one who ushered in the New 52. Right. Which was essentially like the last commercial success for comic books. Yeah. So why not have somebody who has already had some, had some success in the comic book realm try to translate that into the film especially because he knows the character so well right so now as much as i remember jeff johns left because of creative differences among other things yeah among other things. but that creative differences just so because who would let up the opportunity to essentially craft the dc movies right unless they're given enough big enough reason yeah. to leave but yeah this this news with kevin with the what's it call it the kevin feige's quote-unquote of Warner Brothers, it stinks like Warner Brothers democracy. Bureaucracy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, there is, um, I would see, like, why not have Warner Brothers invest in the, the, the licensings that they have with um, Magic Mountain, Six Flags, and expand their DC, like, their DC section. Right, that's right. Their art is in, like, Superman's Revenge or yeah. something like that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So, like... I, the, the pieces are there. <laughs> All right, there's a piece... Everyone wants a franchise. Because we got to run things, man. Right. <laughs> uh, dictatorial. We, we, be, we become dictators, but only focusing on governing the, the Warner Brothers. That's what I was going to say. It's like, we're dictators. We have a uniform and everything. It's stormtroopers, but... Yeah, it's like, like the, the fucking... The country's falling apart, but we're just worried about making good DC movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. Um, all right, let's finish on the big thing. Um, I was like, do you forget about the big thing? Let's finish uh, on the big, thing, big reveal of, of the week. Yes. When I sent it to you, was that the first time you saw it? Yes. Or? Okay, so yeah. it was it Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday morning, 7 something, I was working, scrolling through YouTube, and then boom, it pops up. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder teaser. Finally. Yes. Remember, we're always complaining about how they haven't shown a teaser. It's coming out. It's in. fucking odd. It comes yeah. out in July. Yeah. Like this should have been a teaser this time last year. <laughs> the first trailer should have dropped sometime in like the fall. Right. Then, yeah. So, what do you think? Oh gosh, I, um, I, I loved it. It's fine. I, lo- I don't want. It's a trailer, and they're made to get our eyes, obviously. Yeah. But there's so much creative juices that you know, Takeo Watiti. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi yeah. right? Just period. Mm-hmm. I don't need, like, and seeing the trailer, it it feels like something you would make. All of the lore is in there. Even the music. Yeah, the, the Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of freaking Which, mine. okay, I was thinking, in Thor Ragnarok, mm. he had 
uh, Zeppelin. Right. Super expensive. Mm-hmm. Movie to, song to license. Right. In Love and Thunder, he has Sweet Child of Mine. Right. I'm assuming super expensive right, to right. license. Like, who does Taika Waititi know? Right. You know, <laughs> at this point, has... he has to have a role. He has to put them in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's There's a movie... I saw somebody post it online, and it kind of, like, made me pause. Mm-hmm. The first original, or, like, the first Marvel character to have four movies. It is, isn't it? Yeah, right. and the one that was basically on the chopping block since the beginning. Right, right. <laughs> right. It is, and it's like it's a right, right. Because Guardians has their own movie. Yeah, or Volume Three. So yeah, that's yeah. wow. It's the first one to have four movies. Like we have uh, Iron Man One, Two, mm-hmm. Three, Three, Captain and then yeah, America Captain America first, One, Two, and then Civil War. Civil War, which is more of an Avengers movie. Right. And then from here on out, we've seen Iron Man and Captain America in like the big major ones or like cameos. Essentially. Right. 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 And the Spider Man was just even Spider Man was just three. Just three. Yeah. yeah. Just three. Yeah. So the first one that because of the full on success that Ragnarok had, mm-hmm. slowly like. Like only they were already gonna they were already talking about getting rid of Thor. That was gonna be it. He's a dull character, stuff like that. Yeah. The first two movies weren't all that great. Yeah. Yeah. But then Ragnarok comes up. Taika Waititi Crimson mixes Lord, it up. Fucking blows it out of the water. Yeah. And then now Thor: Love and Thunder, <sighs> which I am I'm super interested on in how true are they gonna stick with the the Jane Thor character. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know much about it. I do know like some key things that she had cancer and then she was, uh, something happened and made her become the mantle, be able to assume the mantle's Thor, yeah. but she's still dying. Yeah. 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 And then at that, I think it was unworthy Thor at that point mm-hmm. because it was, we saw that in what, uh, Endgame? Or is it, or is it Infinity War? Inf- Endgame. Was it Endgame? Yeah, it was Endgame. Yeah, or Endgame, right. Yeah. And then, you know, that's unworthy Thor. He didn't believe himself, right. But now we see that he does believe in himself, so he's yeah. trying to becoming a, I don't know what Thor at this point. Cause he, regular old muscular. Regular old, like, right, <laughs> yeah, finding himself Thor. And yeah. who would have thought Thor, and a, not a, is it a coming out age? Because he's trying to find himself. Essentially it is. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like a, a soft reboot of the first and second one. Because yeah. he's trying to find who he is in this whole new world. Which makes it sad Galaxy. for me in a way because the original three are gone. The big three. Yeah. Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Yeah. Thor's still sticking around, but who knows for him how much longer. Right, right. Because I'm pretty sure Chris Hemsworth is getting expensive. Yeah. And uh, now they're now that they're ushering the new era of the Marvel Cinematic uh, Heroes, I'm like, eh, I kind of loved, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, it's happy that the multiverse is opening up. Yeah. I mean, you could easily see Colonel America down the line, mm-hmm. or like, uh, I like we oh, in the trailer. It's supposedly it's um, it's what is it? Uh, Supreme? No, that's what's that's Iron Man. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's supposedly yeah, it's Tom um, Cruise. Ultimate Iron Man, right? Uh, ultimate, like no, no, it's not Ultimate. Um, Superior. Superior Spy? Iron Man. Uh, Superior Iron Man. Oh okay, yeah. yeah, Superior Iron. Man. Yeah, him showing up, even though it's not. It's, I guess it's not in a uh, multiverse of man. That's right. It's going to be Tom Cruise supposedly, but anyway, yeah, they at least opens up the door for possible reemergences of that. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, expensive actors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they can't be paid the hundred thousand they were when they mil. first yeah. arrived. Like, um, so yeah, Love and Thunder comes out in July. The trailer, the teaser, <sighs> it looks amazing. Kind of makes me wish. 
uh, like they had released these a lot further just because it, it would build up the anticipation. Yeah. It would give us a lot more time to uh, properly adjust, like the dissect, digest the, the, the footage that we're seeing. Mm. And now we're two, essentially two months out. <laughs> Everything's going to be so rapid fire. Right. I don't think they're going to release the three trailers, which is generally standard, right? right. Probably this one and then another one maybe. Right, yeah, right. And then the final quote, quote. But uh, yeah, what's that about? What's what's the well? It's it seems like the three trailer rule is like a tradition, standard, a yeah. standard, right? But what made them like? Yeah, we're just gonna give you a teaser a couple of months away from release. The first teaser, I see. That's the thing. I don't know. The the one thing that comes to mind in any situation like this is that there's been problems. Mm. Like we we saw the Jared Leto Morbius. Did you see by the way? No. Okay. Well, Jared Leto Mobius, <laughs> he to. got pushed back. Right. Some of the trailers got you know delayed and stuff like that, and because right. it has it's a whole slew of plot problems. Right, right. But I'm thinking, does this is this gonna have its problems? Uh, I want to be optimistic. Yeah, I really do. I want to be optimistic because one, when Far From Home came out, everyone suddenly had like reshoots and pushbacks. Right, yeah. like Doctor Strange had to reshoot for supposed more connections in the multiverse. Mm. And maybe the same happens with uh, Thor. Thor. Because I know that I think this this Jane, uh, this uh, Lady Thor, uh, Lady Thor, yeah, yeah Lady, Lady Thor, Thor, is from another universe. But she still has the Molnir that was broken in... Right, Ragnarok. so it could have been broken in her universe. As well. Right, and Thor died and she took the mantle. Like... So it's, is this going to be Lady Thor's the evil, the bad guy? Mate, no, well, it's going to be Kristen Bale. Yeah, it's going to be Thor, right? Right, which yeah. is, I mean, just pause, Kristen Bale. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be, right, he's going to be the god killer, which we saw one of the gods dead, mm-hmm. which was that big monster thing. That's when I think one of Thor's friends, but he was a god. Yeah. So it turns out, yeah, that he's, yeah, that would be interesting if he, if she would be like a tertiary yeah. villain. The Herald to Gore? Right. right? Oh, God, Herald to a Galactus? But other than that, like, the look of the trailer, you said it when when we first saw it. It's very Steve Ditko. It's oh, very, like, 80s. Yeah. It's very... Take note, Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> but Steve Ditko had this look, and I know it's a very old of its time, mm-hmm. but it pops. Yeah, it's what comic book characters' costumes should be. Right. You know, right. now we have, like you said, the one thing that the Batman movie did influence was that a lot of the, the, the costumes in today's heroes are muted. Mm-hmm. The colors aren't as bright, aren't yeah. as colorful as they are on page. Yeah. But here yeah. it looks like direct from page to, yeah. to, to film. <laughs> yeah. It's even what, what it's about one minute and 30 and it's dense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of characters, even the Greek pantheon, Zeus. Zeus is there. Zeus yeah. is there. I, I forget. I think it's a, uh, oh goodness. It's a, it's a big actor too. Stallone? I think Russell Crowe. No. Really? Yeah, I think. I, was I, it, wasn't, I, didn't Stallone have like something? Stallone is part of the movie? Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, he was the, he, him and uh, I think, um, I forget the other actresses' names, but he was the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. With Yondu. Yeah, but I remember saying, I remember hearing that, uh, no, Schwarzenegger. Didn't he have like a commercial that he was Zeus? Yeah, 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 was the like, car commercial. Yeah, everybody was like, oh my God, what does this mean? <laughs> uh, let's see it. Yeah, Russell Crowe's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if it's... I read somewhere. It could be an unconfirmed or could have been just speculation, but he's there in some extent. But I'm, I'm thinking he has to be Zeus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big role, but just the, another pantheon. And now, yeah. and, and now you have Hercules. 
Hercules. Who's I think is his who is historically I think he's bi. So like, there's your reference your representation. You check that mark right. off, the, <laughs> off the list. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> It, it's and it's funny it's it's a it's a Thor film but it opens the door in so many avenues for the Marvel films because you have like you know the the gal, not the galactic the the cosmic stakes with gore uh-huh. but then you have the multiverse with Jane uh-huh. and then you have another pantheon with uh, Zeus yeah and how, what does that make and now you know how about Asgard which we saw is a, became a fucking a uh, cruise ship, cruise ship destination destination yeah. and Valkyrie doesn't look like she's having a I great time know. being queen so it's King Valkyrie King Valkyrie is it King it says here on the, on the oh, I Google guess she says King Valkyrie I guess she wants to be King I guess uh, anyway <laughs> there's yeah. another check mark. yeah oh my god like I, with the new uh, slate of Marvel uh Movies, hmm. Thor is one that I'm like really excited to watch. Yeah, not not a multiverse of madness. I am, but mm. I'm I'm going in with the full on understanding that it's gonna be a trip. Mm. The CGI is gonna make everything yeah, look weird and shit like that. Yeah. and I feel like it's probably going to overpower the story. I'm hoping Hopefully. that the story is, is strong enough so that the CGI falls behind mm-hmm. and not the CGI overpowers everything. Yeah, that it just becomes a giant uh, CGI mess. Yeah, that trailer was messy. Yeah. I mean, even look at this trailer. And there's a, it's it's very intimate. Yeah. It's very down the earth. I mean, it hits me just because it feels like we're at that point in our lives, right? Like fighting our way. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like the 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 DC, the MCU started in 2008 and that's <laughs> we're in 14 was, years ago. Right. I was in high school. All of our 20s? Yeah. We were in high school. Like, yeah, that's yeah, it's well, a I was big, in high school it's when Iron Man came out. Yeah, it's something that, like you said, it's, it echoes us as well because, like, we are at that point where, you know, for some of us, we're at essentially milestones, what are considered milestones, you yeah. know? And, and we're, okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. Which is essentially what uh, Thor's, Christian, Christian, Chris Hemsworth's Thor is going to be. Yeah. I think there's a little tear in my eye. Yeah. Because uh, in case you guys don't know, Thor, everyone in Thor's life essentially is gone. Yeah. Right. He's he's see he saw his father disappear in front of him. His mom got killed. Right. By Dark Elves. <laughs> yeah, Dark Elves. Hella killed all his friends. All his friends. <laughs> and Loki he got killed st- his sister. Right. He killed his sister, <laughs> and then Loki got strangled in front strangled, of him. Yeah. So. And then Heimdall. And Heimdall yeah. got killed on the same instance Jane as well. Jane left him. Jane left him. <laughs> He gained weight, and they yeah. made fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's gone through all the tears of dadhood. Right? Yeah, and then you you take into consideration that what he's fifteen hundred years old and stuff like that. So I'm sure he's well, maybe not because he's gods, but he's yeah. a god and he's lived in like the god realm. Yeah. But I'm sure like with more exposure he has on Earth, he's made friends and stuff like that, and eventually he's gonna outlive them. Right, right. Because they're just humans. Yeah, he's a god. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, he tries not to think about that. But obviously, even even the short, he's lived for like some thousand years. But in that short span, like what a month or a mm-hmm. year, he's lost everyone. Everyone, yeah. Right, There's even that... his friends. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, to- Steve is gone. Tony's dead. Yeah. Right. Natasha's gone. Natasha's gone. I think Bruce, oh, man, is, still Bruce is still around. around. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't think he was that close. To, yeah. Well, he fought with him, but I don't feel like he's he has anything in common with Bruce. It was mainly because of the the friction with him and Thor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's that very beautiful scene in uh, Infinity War when they're going to go to Nilo Nil- 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 
and Rocket is consoling uh, this torn Thor where he says, like, I've lost my father, my mother, and everything. He's like, well, now what do I have? I don't have anything to lose, so why not? Yeah. It's... it's Revenge. Or yeah. Like, revenge is a good anger, stimulant. Re- revenge, anger, very good motivators. <laughs> very, very good motivators. And Keep it's... your mind sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, But yeah, it's a... It's a it's like a mile. It's a milestone for his for that character mm, yeah. in this movie. Yeah, it's it's it is is this his last Thor movie? I, it's, I he says he wants to do it a lot, a lot more, mm. but the money aspect. Yeah, the things. money aspect, and then the slate doesn't show any Thors for a while. Yeah, I would like to see like that old man Thor, or the old man Hulk, mm. where he has like the chrome dome, it's hair long. <laughs> oh, oh uh, yeah. Maestro. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, that version, would be like really those cool. versions of, of the characters. I was like, yeah, okay, you gave them their due for this part, for this phase, now bring them back, you know, four, right. three phases from now. Right, that would be really cool to see Maestro. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, you have the strength of, of Hulk and you have the intelligence of Bruce, like you're unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd love to see. I'll love to see him. Said, "Now I'm just just theorizing, but I'd love to see him have an event where it it dangers all of the multiverse." Thor. Yeah, or no Hulk. Because Maestro, like he's he has the genius. He can literally just blow up all the other universes and building machinery and stuff yeah. like that. So I'd like to see that, and then everyone has to get back together. So you see to Colonel stop. America to from stop. another verse. Oh yeah, God. you yes. see that. You see Tony or uh, awesome. something like that, and you see Hulk has to go back to Earth. You know, but it's an alternate Earth. You know, stuff like that. That'd be awesome. And then they they incorporate um, footage from their old from the older um, movies. Like they did in Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just see, because you do bring up a good point, is that we've seen these characters become heroes. Let's see them become villains now. Yeah. Right, let's, let's see them, see them twist. Get, let's see them, yeah. Let's see them make that turn where you, li- you either die, you die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself, yourself become, become a, a villain. villain. Exactly. Yeah. Ching. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's exciting times. Did you buy your tickets for... Uh, Multiverse of Madness already? I did that one. I, I don't... And uh-huh. This hasn't... Tickets haven't gone. No, not yet. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I have brought my tickets. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of uh, Pop Salsa. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good friend, Ernesto. Hello. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter... Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.